Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is no better show on your radio. This is Around the House with Eric G. Everybody stop what you're doing, please! From your back fence to the sidewalk, Eric will tell you how to keep it all in tip-top shape while helping you save a buck while doing it. If you like DIY projects, it takes a lot of practice to get good at it, and Eric is here to guide the way. These are the wrong plans! These are the old plans! All that and more on the fastest two hours of home improvement radio. Stop it! Stop what you're doing! Welcome to Around the House with Eric G. Welcome to Around the House with Eric G. This is where we talk home improvement every single weekend. Thanks for joining us. We've got a fun guest on the phone here because here's the thing. This last year, I used a mask more than I ever wanted to, but we're going to talk today about using them and safety inside the workshop, even outside with projects, whether you're a contractor or a homeowner. We've got Steve Torbenson from RZ Mask, one of my favorite companies out there for doing DIY project stuff. Welcome to Around the House, man. Thanks, Eric. Good to be here. Pleasure. Thanks for coming on. You know, I've been... One of the biggest questions when I do TV uh, on my local stuff here that gets shared out to the to the Facebook page and, you know, all over social media is, where'd you get that mask? Because it's so different and it works well with my beard. You guys have come out with masks for a number of years, and I just think they're comfortable and great for working around the house on projects. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate it. So what got you into the mask business? Well, it's a pretty cool story. I actually, uh, as a kid, you know, 13 years old, I was fortunate enough to start working for a a guy that owns some apartment buildings in my neighborhood. And I kind of got into construction at a super young age. So by 14, 15, I was replacing kitchen cabinets. I was helping redo apartments. And then he had some rental houses. So I kind of fell into that and then when I was 19 I started buying and selling real estate and you know I had a bunch of rentals and I had some houses that I fixed up and sold and and I kind of was uh you know I was plagued with dust problems so I had sinus situations so I was kind of hypersensitive so any little dust I'd have sinus infections and it was just it was kind of a miserable deal so for 24 years I bought and sold real estate you know probably did four or five hundred houses in the Minneapolis area and uh Again, had some crews and stuff, and the whole time I was buying paper masks, and of course nobody likes to wear those because they get wet, they get sticky, and they don't—they don't work, they don't seal. Oh no! Um, and and really, yeah, yeah, and and really, how I kind of came up with the product was, uh, believe it or not, I was dirt biking with four of my—I have four boys, mm-hmm. and we were up in Wisconsin, and we were dirt biking, and we all had—you know—they're little guys, and I had all the protection on them. I had the helmets, the goggles, all the gear. And, you know, I had pulled over to the side of the trail to make sure they're okay. And, and I had four little boys smiling and happy and giving me the thumbs up. But 
their mouths were completely dusty and dirty. And, you know, you know geez, as a dad, you know, I, I turned around and we were having the time of our life, beautiful day. And it just, it just hit me like, you know, all the dust that's going into their lungs. So um, I was still doing my real estate career, you know, flipping houses, you know, we were doing like a couple of months. So we were super busy and I went home and I researched um, what was available. And at the time, I was just looking to kind of get into the power sports market. And if I could just go to these events and have fun with the, with the mask, I'd be, you know, super happy and travel and it'd be a good life. But um, I was fortunate enough to find a, a medical mask manufacturer overseas. And we've been fortunate to be with them for now 11 years since 2010. Mm-hmm. And we started with the prototype first with a neoprene. And we kind of tweaked it and I designed it in a, in a way that it fit great. Um, you got a good seal. The nose piece is crucial because it doesn't fog glasses. And after we kind of got our first prototype, um, I put it in order. And then what I did is had my son and nephew, they did some guerrilla marketing. So they were reaching out to magazines and things like that. And, you know, we were really blessed because we got a, we were within like, three months we we're in like 26 power sports magazines oh, and oh, oh, boom there you go yeah so it was, it was crazy fun and uh from that basically within three to four months polaris reached out and they're like what is this you know we'd like to co-brand with you so i uh, met with them and we've been co-branding with them for the last you know 10 years uh then can-am blew me up to their world headquarters and like you know we want a little piece of this action as well but you know, Eric, the, the cool part about it is that, so I, I got into this thing pretty much for power sports, but within the first six to nine months, we had a huge post-it note. You know, we were working out of my home, had a, a big post-it note, and we just started just documenting every person that bought it and what they what, what they used it for. And I mean, it, it was crazy because we had like oyster, uh, oyster recycling centers. We had pallet recycling centers. And we had bakeries and all these things. So what I did from there, I started focusing on all the, the major industries, you know, and, and DIY construction. That's what that was one of our leading ones. And it still is today. But, you know, we, we were in the uh, agriculture industry, landscaping. And now we've sold the police officers, firefighters, um, EMTs. We sell overseas. So it's really blossomed from a, a kind of a dirt bike uh, kind of concept to now we're, we're, we're all over and it's, it's still really good. So it's, it's a fun story and I've had a time in my life and I'm fortunate that three of my four boys work with me. Nice. So it's family run. Yeah. Yeah. It's super cool. Eric. So it's a family run business. Um, so we've, uh, yeah. And then last year of course was, you know, kind of crazy with all the, the, the masks and stuff. So but you didn't have a lot of inventory started. on the shelves last year, did you? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. They, uh, it, it was amazing. You know, we, we were pretty fortunate, you know, again, with this great relationship of our manufacturer, um, because I was, I was traveling overseas, you know, every three months before COVID. Mm-hmm. And they literally put us at the top of their list. And what was really cool with Lowe's and Ace Hardware, we were really only, the only mask manufacturer that could keep up to their demand because, you know, when all the other big disposable mass companies, they were running out, running out. So we were fortunate and we were during the pandemic, we were probably producing eight to 10,000 masks per day. Um, so we did our best to keep up and we, we did pretty good. Nice. Um, but it, yeah, Eric, it, it was, it was just crazy. It was, 
we were firefighting the whole year, so it was, it was a good year. <laughs> yeah, I can I can only imagine. I mean, that just that's wild, and who would have known that that would have been a case for you guys? But what's really cool is what I like is that you have different masks for different situations. You know, it's not a one size fit all. You've got stuff that fits better in a summertime atmosphere. Something that works better for motorsports. Something for works better for outside winter. Uh, and I just like the comfort. I've got a, a, you know, a big beard. I've got when I'm wearing glasses, I can actually, you know, wear my glasses and a mask at the same time. So I, it's, yeah. I love it when I'm working outside on, you know, doing sanding or something. I can have that on while I wear safety glasses because otherwise, with those cheap masks, I'd find myself going, I'm going to hurt myself because I can't see what I'm doing. And then I take the safety yeah. glasses off, and there's just catch twenty two of safety, and I don't like catch twenty twos of safety when you're trying to decide what's the what's the best case scenario out of this bad situation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that was kind of the biggest thing, you know. Our uh, our nose piece. What's cool is, you know, now we've sold millions of these masks, and we're selling them all over the world. And um, you know, once in a while we get a call, and they'll say, "Hey, it's fogging my glasses," and it's pretty cool because we'll walk them through it. They can flare the top, they can bend it, and and literally, we've never had anybody that hasn't been able to achieve that seal to where it will it will uh, protect you from fogging your glasses, so it's not going to fog it. Um, and you're right, Eric. Uh, you know, we started the company with neoprene, and what was cool is that once we started evolving, you know, all of a sudden we're selling to like Central America, South America, and then we were selling to the Middle East, and they were coming back and saying, "Man, this neoprene is pretty hot when it's you know summertime and humidity." So, and then also it was pretty cool what kind of triggered our mesh mask, which is our you know most popular mask, was we had SWAT teams come to us and say, we love your mask, but we we have to have full concealment, full all black. Yep. So between the the heat and the in the you know as far as the neoprene, so that's kind of how we evolved the M2, which we call the M2, it's a mesh mask. Um, and then from there we actually added like a two-strap system because we understand, you know, some people you know, whether they just want the neck strap, which is great, but other people just want to, if you're more aggressive, you're working, your construction work or things like that, you're looking around the two strap M2.5 is, is basically the best one for you in that situation. Um, and, and really the fun part for me was, you know, I've probably done, you know, 150 different expos all these years. We go to the big ones and I just love talking to customers. I love it when they come up and they're like, Hey, we have a problem. And if they're unfamiliar with the mask, you know, I, I, you know, give them a little demo and otherwise just even suggestions. It's just love hearing suggestions and what people are struggling with. And then of course we go back and try to solve those problems. I tell you what, that M1 mask that I had one for about two and a half years here. And I'll be honest, I wore that thing out. I mean, the neoprene finally failed <laughs> and, but the, the, but the nose clip stayed perfect the entire time. You know, nice, it's sealed nice. up. So, I mean, nothing against the mask, but when I've worn it so much that the neoprene down about where it hits my jawline has worn out, and it's <laughs> just the fabric and the neoprene on the inside, that's hundreds of hours in that mask, and it just rocked it. Oh. So, you know, it, it it was due. It was kind of like a you know a set of shoes that had you know four hundred thousand miles of walking on it. <laughs> its day was done, and I've got new ones now. But it was one of those things that. It's still held together, and I can still wear it today, but I look at it and go, that thing's going to finally let go one of these days and leave me hanging. So, you yeah. know, and with, with the mask rules, I didn't want to have that happen either because that was going to leave me in a bad spot. But 
I wore that thing till the very end and it still performed all the way through. Oh, that's fantastic. And, and a guy like you, we would call you our fan, a fantastic customer, a fantastic customer because you wore it that long. And, and, and that's, and that's right Eric. Cause I've actually seen, it's been cool. I've had, I've gone to expos where people will come up like yourself and they're like, I've had this thing for six years. I've had it for seven years. And you know, a lot of times too, they'll they'll tell me a pretty good story, or if they've had a long time, and then I'm just like, you know what, you've been such a great customer. Here's an upgrade. It's free. Um, thanks for being a great customer. Because I've seen some masks that, like you said, like yours, Eric. That uh, I mean, they're they're you're used every day or almost every day, and uh, we're just happy that they hold up. They still. You know, they'll still filter the same as when you first bought them. It's not like they're stretching, moving, and you're losing any of the value. Um, so we're, we're super pleased with that. So Yeah, and it was I, 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 I was shocked at how long I got out of that mask just being in a, basically an everyday mask when I was doing stuff. And then you guys have these new nylon ones that are cool, too, that I had not uh, outside of that mesh that were kind of new to me since I'd been ba- back on the site, and I've got one sitting in the box next to me now that I'm going to try out, but it's super cool. Awesome. Yeah, because it's pretty cool because, you know, when I started with Polaris and Can-Am, especially Can-Am, what we would do, we'd sublimate. So we'd have every year, the previous year, we'd sublimate to their patterns and stuff. And what we can do with the new nylon mask, it's because it's a nylon material, it doesn't have a lot of pores to it, so it's pretty smooth. We can achieve some seriously cool patterns, styles. Um, the colors are real vibrant. Um, so we've, we've done that before and with the neoprene, so we have a few on those, but these nylon, they seem to be working really well. They fit well. They, they're very, very durable. Um, and we have a pretty cool program right now. We've actually got, uh, what we call the shells. So we've done some really cool, uh, designs and concepts and, um, you can basically buy a mask and add a shell to your purchase, you know, at a reduced price. So now all of a sudden, you know, you can get like the black mesh mask that is, is our number one seller and then add another one. So you're essentially have two masks and you just you change out the components or, you know, we have other valves that you can you can uh, order. And we have a couple other uh, filters as well for uh, better breathability and things like that. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. I mean, we're having a great time. Yeah, I've got like the, the Day of the Dead one, the white one that I think is really cool and and. Uh the you know i've got a couple of the different shells and they're great i finally went back and just actually jumped on your website and ordered more valves and of course filters for them because i realized that okay some of my valves and stuff that i've got because i'm using them for like latex painting and things like that that it starts to look you know worn down (laughs) and and it's getting its own little color depending on what my last painting project was so i've got some different valves for different situations just because if i'm out shooting tv or something like that i hate to look like i'm covered in paint <laughs> yep sounds great but uh they work great awesome. and you guys have just um you know everything from mask cleaner and you've got a ton of accessories out there as well which is pretty cool yeah we do you know i'm pretty proud of the products that we've come up with and most of them are uh unique you know we've got a clip on led light that you can actually clip onto your mask and uh, surprisingly, I mean, in a dark area outside in the room, and it'll, it'll uh, illuminate a room, I mean, significantly. So that's pretty cool. We have uh, safety glasses. We have a cleanser that you can use to just basically sanitize the inside of your mask. Uh, we've got, you know, different valves. We've also got a safety kit that I put together. This was probably a year ago. Well, this was probably right before COVID. And what's cool about this, it comes in a really solid, durable case. You get the mask. 
you get the uh, ear, ear, ear muffs, you get ear plugs, you get an LED light, you get safety glasses. And what makes this really cool is, you know, me coming from the contractor world and DIY world for 24 years, the worst thing is, is like when you need your earplugs or you need safety glasses <laughs> and, and it's like, you know, are they on the dash of my truck? Exactly. Are they in the, my, my, my little bucket buddy over there? Where are they? Did so, those fall in the this, pocket this, of the passenger side of my truck in the door? Where did those go? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and that's, and of course that's the last place you're going to look, oh, you yeah. know? Yeah. Absolutely. So, so. Yeah, so we've done a pretty good job. We got this kit that everything's together. Um, we, you know, we consult to like electricians, plumbers, uh, handyman, contractors. So, and then we have a, a belt bag that you can actually clip onto your belt, keep all your stuff handy. So when you don't need a mask, you keep it in there. It stays nice and clean. And and uh, but yeah, it's it's fun. And that's where my passion is again. From you know going to expos and people are like, "What if you made this? Or what if you offered this?" And I'm like, you know, that's that's a pretty good idea. Yeah, let me uh, let me see what I can do. And, you know, we also have a pretty cool um, I, I was over in Japan. This was before COVID. And it was pretty cool. I, I saw this unique jacket. And when I came back, it was this zipper jacket that you can take off the bottom half of it. And when I came back, my son's like, Dad, you got to you got to come up with a really cool apron woodworkers. You know, so I did some research and I found that aprons that you wear for in the shop and out and about. 50% of people like long aprons, 50% like short aprons. So what I did is I came up with a concept and I got it. It's a patent pending. It's a, it's a three in one apron that you can zip off the lower half. So you can wear it as a short one. You can wear it as a long one. And also we include a belt with it. So you can actually have like a, a pouch. So you got nails and hammers and it, it's pretty cool. Cause I went, you know, I visit all my factories that, that we have these made at. So I physically deal with those people. So we've got the best grommets. We've got the best straps. We've got the best material. Um, and that's on our site too, as well. And that's been really, really popular. So that's, that's pretty cool. Um, that's super yeah, smart to, because now you don't have to have two aprons. You can just have the one. And when you want something short, you can detach it. You know, if you're wearing like a, you know, that's the one thing is if you're wearing a tool belt and you've got an apron on that tool belt gets in the bottom, gets in the way and hangs up with the, with the lower side of an apron, but you can wear the shorter one with a tool belt and be fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, we've got a magnet and the, you know, the, the side chest for, you know, the screws and things like that, but it's pretty cool. I, you know, so when my son asked me to come up with something, I kind of looked at what was out there and I basically, um, made it much, much better, you know, just, and I put the options and again, it helps because I, I was in the industry for all those years. So I, I know where I want to put my stuff where it's handy. So, um, I think I've done a pretty good job with it. So yeah, it's definitely worth looking at. And then of course we have just a tool bag that you can, that I have like all my, uh, power tools, battery operated power tools in. And so yeah, we've got some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Let's talk about pretty for exciting. a minute here before we wrap up, I want to talk about, how it filters because you know i see guys out there now because so many people came out with their own version of cloth masks out there for for what we've been through over the last you know 16 months or so but what i'm seeing now is people are trying to use those for woodworking and i'm like hey man that uh cheap mask you have there is kind of about an m n23 n25 maybe because it's just a single <laughs> layer of cloth that is not yeah. what you want to be doing when you're out dealing with, uh, you know, sawdust or pollen or dust or any of that other stuff, you need something much more serious. 
Yeah, yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up because th this is a good point that I bring up to people. Okay, so if you think about the paper mask, now they say N95. Okay, mm -hmm. so what they're telling you is that that paper mask will filter 95% of the particulates dust from the air. Now, the dust it'll filter is 2.5 microns. And to give you an idea, that's stuff you can see in the air if you look at the light. So those are floating particles. So they're really big. Okay. Yep. So what, what people kind of don't get or they don't really think, you know, that they got to dig into a little bit more is so they're saying, okay, it's going to filter 95% of what you can see in the air. But 5% is going directly in your lungs, directly in your bloodstream. Yep. Now, that's that's the reality of it. And that's that's 2.5 and above. So our filters filter 99.9% down to 0.1 micron. Now, 0.1 micron, you know, a lot of people are like, micron, what is that? But basically what it is, ours is 0.1 micron, and that's 400 times smaller than the human hair. So now all of a sudden we're filtering stuff that you can't even see unless you look under a microscope, which is incredible. And and that's where people really got to think about the paper mask, because also, if you think about it, paper mask, I've never worn one that hasn't left dust on my on my nose or leaked. So not only are they saying that they're only going to filter 95 percent big chunks, plus they leak. And then you come to our, our mask, you've got 99.9% at 0.1 micron, 400 times smaller than a human hair, and we get a 360-degree seal. It's not going to fog your glasses, guaranteed. And then like you mentioned earlier, Eric, what's really cool about our system is that even with facial hair, I've seen guys off-roading, in the shop, in grain bins, they come out with beards. And what's cool about our securement system, our straps, is that it literally will take your facial hair, compress it, pack it down. And honestly, I've, I've been in some serious dusty situations like four-wheel and I'll ask a guy just kind of, it's kind of a little awkward, but I'll say, can you take off your mask so I can see by your nose? And then they'll take it off and it's a good, clean fit. Nothing leaks in. So it's really important. And of course, you get the the, the cloth masks. You know, you got to just be very, very careful with those because it's basically like people are making you know, masks out of T-shirts, you know, yeah. and there's no no filtration there whatsoever. So those are kind of scary. Um, but yeah, we have a great product, great filter. Like I say, family run, family owned business for over 11 years now. Um, we're very, very... Uh, proud to be part of uh, a, a big market so yeah it's awesome man and i can say this that i have never had a leakage issue with one of my masks so if i take three seconds when i put it on and make sure if i'm in a super dusty situation it's not even that you know a little squeeze on the nose up there to make sure it's fit there i've never had a, an issue with it coming around my beard my beard's clean when i get out of it it's not making my beard the filter and I, I can't wear paper ones for that exact reason, because there's no way that's going to fit with me. Yeah, yeah. And if you think about facial hair, you know, you got the paper mask, you got rubber bands, basically just kind of floating on your facial hair. And and that's why we get such a good seal, because you can pull it back. And you don't have to have our mask, you know, secured super tight and nothing like that. Just, you know, make it comfortable. And uh, with the comfort, you'll find your fil uh, filtration and seal is, is, is great. 
Well, Steve, what's the, yeah, it's great. Where's, what's the best place for people to find you? I mean, I know there's the website, of course, but uh, where's the best place for people to go to track you down? Yeah, you know, the easiest place is to go to our website, which is rzmask.com. And uh, you can see all our other products. Uh, you know, we, we basically uh, ship same day. Um, if it's a busy weekend, of course, it's the following day. So uh, we've got a great uh, warehouse crew, very shipping, um, easy to order. And then, of course, our customer service. If you have any questions, you know, we have a little pop-up screen or you can email or call us and we'd be happy to talk to you. And, um, you know, we do a lot of bulk orders as far as construction companies, loan services. So we, we have salespeople ready to help with that. And, yeah, we'd love to uh, love to talk to you. Hey, Eric, by the way, we also have a promo code for all your listeners. We're going to give uh, 20% off anything on the site, so you can get an apron, mask, whatever you'd like to do. And uh, this code will go until August 31st, and the code you want to put in on our website is around the house 20 So appreciate your time, and I hope you use a promo code. And, again, if you have any questions, reach out to us. We'd love to talk to you. All right, brother. Thanks for coming on the show today, man. This was great, and uh, if people need to – Get a good mask. This is where you go. Excellent. Thanks, Eric. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Just to say that again, one more time, Around the House 20. That is your private discount code for RZ Masks all the way through August 31st of 2021 here. So make sure if you're ordering something from those guys, you use that. Save yourself a little money. Heck, that's one way to battle prices out there. Get a promo code that's going to save you some money. I love it. All right, we've been talking safety here today in this second hour, and I wanted to talk to these guys because, of course, I really love their masks and what they got going. Now, make sure that if you're working out there and you need, you know, a good mask is one thing, but there are times that if you're dealing with poisonous stuff, you need a respirator. You know, if you're dealing with asbestos, make sure you're using the right mask. If you're dealing with a heat gun and lead paint, make sure you got the right mask there. If you're going to be doing painting of automotive stuff, use the right mask there. Because one size does not fit all, just because it's got a carbon filter in it, you might need an actual cartridge to do the job in a rubber seal around that mask. Or, like many of us that have beards, you have to go with a full face one with its own little uh, filter pack behind you. That's what 3M makes. So just think about that, what project you're doing, and what, you know, especially with chemicals, because I know people out there that have been in the automotive industry painting and things like that and as soon as they get where they are acclimated and used to that chemical in their bloodstream guess what there will be some point in your life where that fires off and then anywhere you get near it you'll get sick or have an adverse reaction so we want to make sure that uh, we keep those lung cancer rates down that we are not putting any of those chemicals into our bodies that uh, we don't need because uh, it's not good for you especially if you're working in a tight space so just a little bit of safety tip right there for you now when we come back here in a minute we're going to talk more about safety here on the shop i got a few other things i want to talk about as well as safety glasses and some of the new safety stuff that you can do around the shop to keep you safe you know one of the biggest ones are table saws and we're all guilty about running those and we had a a few in around the house nation where which is our closed group over on facebook and Feel free to join us over there. If you're a real person, you got a Facebook account, go knock it out over there on Around the House Nation. And uh, there was a couple guys with videos up there that had table saws. They had them upside down on a unit of lumber, and they were using the fence and using the table saw upside down to cut stuff. Interesting way of doing it. 
My concern is, is that you've got a blade that doesn't have a guard on it underneath you that you're using upside down. So there's a hundred different reasons why that's going to be unsafe. And we're going to talk about that and a little bit of table saw safety out there, as well as a few other tools out there that can be really intimidating in a shop. There are some people that I know today that are great woodworkers and they just don't want to use a table saw. They'd much rather use, you know, a, a circular saw with a guard on the end to rip stuff with because they don't trust those table saws. And there's products out there as well we'll talk about that'll keep you so you keep those fingers and those safety guards as well because we want to keep everybody safe around so we can continue those DIY projects. More of Around the House just after these important messages. source every weekend. Thanks for joining us. I wanted to talk a little bit more about safety this segment here because there's a lot of rules that have been changing around out there across the U.S. and I wanted to kind of get those out there so people can start thinking about them because some states are really enforcing them and some aren't but they're all working at getting them enforced. Here's one example. I have a really good friend that some of you even might know personally he hired a guy to come in and repoint his chimney while he was in Mexico. So he went off, hit the beach. They came in, ground out and chipped out the old mortar on the outside, repointed it, got it all looking good. You know, 100-year-old house kind of thing. Got it all dialed in. My buddy showed up at his house, and he saw concrete dust everywhere like backyard, covering the car on the street. And he went, oh, man, I better get this cleaned up. So he went around his house, got it all cleaned up, all good. You know who showed up? That was over the weekend. You know who showed up, knocked on his door Monday morning? The Department of Air Quality. Because there are strict federal rules on silica dust, which basically says, you can't be making it out in public unless you've got everybody around there with respirators on and everything else. So basically, there's not a smart way of doing it in protecting the public and yourself. So here's the problem. That should have been done with grinding with water, having a vacuum system. There's multiple ways of handling it. So think about this. Whenever you see, even on the street, somebody out there with the big hot saw cutting into the, into the side of the sidewalk and dust is going everywhere, that's not supposed to be happening anymore. And that's the silica rules out there. And many states are spending a lot of money on going after that. So that could be you. You could be going, hey, I'm going to 
cut out an area of my driveway and you're out there with the rented tool making dust, no mask on, everything else, nobody wants you to get silicosis. Do it at one time is probably not going to happen. It's still not good for you, though. So just think about that dust. You're better getting a wet saw with some water to control it and then wear a mask. Or you can get, if you if you do a lot of this stuff, you can have the vacuum system. Basically, you shouldn't have any dust coming up off the work area right there at all. And that means you're controlling that. So that's just another one of those things that I want you to be really, really careful with. And you can run into the same kind of things with lead paint. If you're sitting there with a heat gun and you've got lead paint, you can be inhaling lead. So in that situation, if you're doing a door restoration or a mantle or some trim, Whatever you're doing, I want to see you have a respirator with the right cartridges in it for lead paint. That way you're good. Now, they're not foolproof. Trust me, I had a story. I was working in college, and I was working for my ex-father-in-law, and they had a cattle feed company out in eastern Washington. Yeah, I was working for a cattle feed company, liquid cattle feed company. And I had my respirator on. It was good. It got up on top of the semi-truck opened up the lid and that ammonia that was in there came up through the lid because it had been a hot day and it was pressurized and it overwhelmed my mask and I got a face full of ammonia. It might as well have been pepper spray. Of course, I was at the far end of the truck, couldn't see anything, so I ended up just sliding off the side of the truck and jumping onto the ground. Happy I was in my 20s because I don't know if I could do that anymore without getting hurt. But nonetheless, it overwhelmed that respirator, so just be a little careful. And you don't want to ever have to be in a situation like underneath like a house you know these are other things that you need to be careful with you know you're going to cut a hole in the foundation you know i was talking to the buddy today who's uh going to borrow one of my tools for cutting some concrete because he's got to put in a new central heat and air system and it's going out in his garage and he needs to be able to cut that concrete doubts and so he can set that through the foundation get it back there for the under you know the ducts under in the crawl space well, you sure can't take a gas saw on that crawl space because you're going to gas yourself out so much. I was joking with them and said you might as well tie a rope around your legs and have somebody out there to drag you out after you pass out because it's not going to end well. And we were laughing. He knew better. He wasn't even suggesting that he was going to do it. But that's the nice thing with battery-powered tools is you can sometimes take them in places that you sure can't use anymore. And those are all things that keep you a lot safer out there. You know, and the same thing goes with, uh, you know, tile cutting and a lot of that other stuff as well out there. You know, any of that silica stuff, be really careful with. Now, one other safety thing I want to talk about, I teased with it here at the wrap of the last segment, that I just want you to make sure of, be careful out there with all those new memes we're seeing and post-ups about people trying different things, quite frankly, using a table saw incorrectly. You know, big stack of wood, trying to cut a whole bunch of pieces all at one time, and he's... You know, dude's up there dragging a table saw across the top of a unit of plywood or OSB. Not a good thing for a number of reasons. And if I have to explain it to you, you don't understand how the guards work and stuff, and I don't want to have to get into that. But long story short, never going to go good. Get the right table saw. And if you're out there purchasing a table saw and you're going to be doing your own home improvement work, this is not a sponsored thing here at all. But I tell you what, I love my, I love my Milwaukee table saw that I have. Love it. Battery powered works great. Do a lot of stuff with it. Gets used weekly around my house. However, comma, if you're doing projects inside, I would get one of the contractor versions of the saw stop because I have way too many friends in the last year, two of them that I know well, 
two people I know well that saved their hands and fingers by using a saw stop. And it, but when it touched their skin, the blade did, it jammed the block up in there. That will keep you from losing a limb, losing fingers, or, uh, you know, splitting your hand down the middle. So that is another one of those things. Then the safety thing, that is probably the safest tool you're going to get out there. And another thing, if you've got a beard like me or even bigger, because i got a lot of friends that have even bigger beards or long hair, always be careful around power tools and equipment with those things. I've seen them get caught up in a drill, a saw, other heavy machinery. It doesn't go well. It doesn't go well at all. And that's a quick way to get inside the hospital, and nobody wants that. Well, that's the end of the show, guys. We have had a busy one today. Make sure you head over to AroundTheHouseOnline.com. And if you're listening to the podcast, make sure you like and follow, because we'd love to have you there next week. All right, everybody, have a great rest of the week. For Dane Botter, I'm Eric G., and you've been listening to Around the House. Around the House with Eric G. is produced by, designed by Eric G. in association with Salem Media and distributed nationally by the Sun Broadcast Group. All rights reserved. Copyright designed by Eric G. We will be back next week. If you missed part of the show, check out the podcast of all of our shows at aroundthehouseonline.com. Remember, measure with a micrometer, mark with caulk, and cut with an axe. Thanks for listening to Around the House. Hey, it's Eric G from Around the House. Are you planning a decking or siding project this year? If you are, you've got to check out my friends at Millboard. Millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction. Hand molded from the finest oak, it realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's millboard.com.